Hey everybody, welcome to The Weekday. This is officially episode 12 of The Weekday. We got three full months of podcast deliciousness coming right into your ears, right into your YouTube channels, right into your social media feeds from Andy. Mike. Ah, see how we did that there? We're yeah. pros. We're 12 episodes in and we're Super pros. pros. Hey, uh, it's awesome to have you again along with us. Thanks for all the comments. Thanks for the nice ones we've been getting as well. Uh, particularly the ones that have said, hey, you guys are doing great and thumbs up and things. Have we, we been getting bad ones? Um, I delete them. Oh, are you serious? Have we gotten bad ones? We had one bad one. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, and I can't say. It was a. It was part of a troll thing oh, that was okay. happening a couple so it wasn't of weeks real yeah no it wasn't even real the troll one. though you can't say it you can't say oh it no 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 it, it was arguing about the existence of god and then there was a couple okay. of like words that started with the letter after e and <laughs> before g before g right smack dab in the middle there it was four letters um for those of you playing at home we can play hangman if you want i don't uh, i think we need to move on okay yeah. cool <laughs> anyway a couple of weeks uh, about a month ago now we had a very large troll attack on our youtube channel and it was great it was it was a lot of fun i enjoyed myself personally i like fending off the trolls i right. feel like uh gandalf in lord of the rings <laughs> and i was just saying you shall not pass yeah. into my youtube channel you're our, here you're our first and last line of defense hey yeah you, i mean jesus is in there too but like yeah he jesus sent me to oh, you jesus know. doesn't have a youtube password that's i mean yeah he lives in my soul so <laughs> don't, don't you know the song like okay. because I, I he guess, lives sure. he, yeah. that's fine Whatever. He, so he knows yeah. uh -huh. he knows the things yeah. i know right. hey uh right. speaking of jesus man i'm <laughs> Segways. Yeah, this is a good segue. If you've followed the last couple of episodes, you know. We're killing the segway game. I've been working on the segways. So is this guy over seg here. Seg game. Seg, no, no, sorry. Keep going. That's a segway game? I don't uh, know. <sighs> anyway. Disappointed. Um, a lot of times in the weekday, we talk about just random kind of church things. We we here at the weekday, we've kind of narrowed down our focus to everything that happens in church life. <laughs> it's super narrow. Yeah. I mean, you know, the kind of the behind the scenes of church and church guys. And, you know, that's, that's what we do. We've been doing this for a long time. Um, but today in particular, we kind of wanted to bring something a little more light, encouraging, maybe? Encouraging. I think that's good. encouraging is yeah. a good word. Um, we had a couple of scripture passages and a couple of little stories that we wanted to bring to you uh, today, kind of in the midst of everything that's going on. And I opened up, and I don't know that you even know this, Monday morning at about nine o'clock, I went into the online campus Facebook group. Okay. And I, for whatever reason- I, mean, I saw you do something. Yeah. yeah. Um, you didn't watch it? I mean, I watched some of it. It's fine. It's okay. I'll go back and watch it. Yeah, do you get? I need to get my views up. Um, fine. Yeah, I need to get my engagement content up. But uh, I really felt pulled uh, that on that Monday morning to to kind of um, pray with the online campus. We used to, I used to pray pretty much every morning with our entire Facebook crew, uh, and then that kind of fell off as COVID kind of wore on, and we started doing a whole lot of other stuff. But really felt led to pray because there's this weird sense of um, turmoil that keeps bubbling up to the surface. And, you know, obviously election year here right. in the United States, yeah. uh, in the Tampa Bay area, things are open, but things are not super open right now. Like there's kind of a weird footing that we're holding, like we're physically regathering here at church and on and on and on. Anyway, it felt like we needed to bring a little bit of stability. And so today we wanted to bring a little bit of stability to you at your house. So uh, Mike actually had, for our staff meeting this morning, Mike, would you share what you shared with us in our I staff shall. meeting? I shall. Yes, I shall. You shall and you shall not. Um, so uh, been doing the Bible in a year yeah, plan. Yeah, same. <clears throat> and it's more like, it more works out to be sort of like a Bible in a year and a half for me. Mike's on the five-year plan. No, not that much. Um, 
but I just but partially because I do like to take my time. Sure. Um, but then also partially the only time I can really read. Hold on, you're in the Bible in a year plan, and you're on Jeremiah 29. I'm in the Bible in a year plan, and I'm only on Jeremiah 26. When did you start? In January. Yep. No, in March. I don't know when I started. Okay. Because that the I go chronologically with the app though. Yeah, I don't. I do, I read whatever it tells me to read. Yeah, and then I I do. I that am two one. days behind. So okay, maybe that's it. I am two days off no, of the pace right Andy, now. Andy, I started. A, I started more than a year ago. Is what I'm trying oh, to tell oh, you. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Or like, or, or I'm slower. Okay, I, it's okay. taken no, no, no. me a while. I, I get. We okay. didn't start at the same time. Okay, no, keep keep rattling away. I'm gonna pull this up. You go ahead. <sighs> I was trying to. I was trying to be real uh, vulnerable. You know, trying to trying to be vulnerable. I, um, I see it. <clears throat> so okay, so I was reading uh, today in Jeremiah 29. And so a lot of people know Jeremiah. That's for me tomorrow. Look at that. Wow, you that's a lot more. Oh, see, I'm not actually I'm not doing the Bible anymore. I'm doing the Old Testament in a year. Oh, yes. okay. Okay, 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 okay. Um Okay. Wow, that's cool how that lined up. I mean, though. I did the New Testament in a year too, but I'm already done with that. So I don't know why how that happened. Uh, even though I started both in the same time. This is a lot of talk about one certain thing. Here we go. So Jeremiah 29. So a lot of people know Jeremiah 29, 11, huh. uh, to be, you know, the the very the famous passage. Um you know, I know the the plans I have for you, all that kind of stuff. Um, <clears throat> and so that's not what I want to read. I want to read before that. Um, <clears throat> and it just says, this is what the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says to all the captives he has exiled to Babylon from Jerusalem. Build homes and plan to stay. Plant gardens and eat the food they produce. Marry and have children. Then find spouses for them so that you may have many grandchildren. Multiply. Do not dwindle away. I didn't read this part uh, in staff meeting today, but just says, and work for the peace and prosperity of the city Hmm. where I sent you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it, for its welfare will determine your welfare. And so for those of you that don't know uh, kind of where we're at in the Bible uh, with Jeremiah, Jeremiah is coming in as a prophet, uh, somebody, and, and nobody liked the prophets. In Old Testament times, yeah. they, they all hated them because most of the time they didn't bring good news. Yeah. It was always, and that's not true. I mean, there's there's some good news to a lot of this stuff, but um, you know, a lot of the time they were bringing in warnings from God mm. uh, to say like, "Hey, please stop doing this idol worshiping. Please <laughs> stop doing these things." <clears throat> not because like we want to like slap you on the wrist, but like if you do, like your the natural consequences are not going to be great. Um, or the, the consequences of you breaking the covenant that you have made with God is not going to be great. Right. I promise you, please stop doing this. And what's, and we talked about it a couple weeks ago where like, I haven't no, I'm trying to go through and more and more and like really, uh, uncover what the character of God is in these kind of like, it's, it's tough passages. Like mm. these are tough books of the Bible to read. And it feels like God is bipolar, which we talked about. Mm. Uh, it really feels like God is angry. Go back and, and listen. I'll, I'll link that in the, in the notes below. Mm. We were actually talking about Isaiah yeah, right before Jeremiah. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, uh, so anyways, so, but what, what God is, God is actually like very merciful in all this stuff. He basically just saying like, if you just, just turn around once. And like, I will show you the way to go and all this stuff will go away. You know, like this, this stuff, because what God's in, what God ended up doing is sort of like what you're just talking about before this, he sort of removes his hand Mm. from Israel and allows these other nations to come and take them over. And so like, that's what's about to happen. Mm. Um, So in Jeremiah, like the people, the people of Israel not doing great things (laughs) and Jeremiah is saying, please stop. And then, you know, then they get led into exile. And so I think um, they're actually in exile here. Yeah. So this is post-exile. So this is when the king or uh, Babylon came in 
and took them over. And instead of just taking them over, actually led them away from the city. And as you're reading through, like people like loved Israel. Mm. Um, and, you know, you think like people love Texas, the people are from Texas, like the Israelites loved Israel and, you know, thought that that was the place that God was, you know, and which, you know. Sorry all, to all those of you that are listening in Texas. <laughs> well, that's fine. Love Texas, yeah, whatever. Okay. Uh, but you didn't love Texas as much as the Israelites <laughs> loved Israel. Okay. You won't bet? Yeah. Uh-huh. And um, so so they, they actually took them away from their city and like just. Like they were literally being removed from the presence of God. Like that's what it felt like to them. And so God, it does this really cool thing. And instead of saying like, hey, when you're there, you need to fight. You know, you need to like, you need to be angry. You need to be upset. He literally gives them the same commandment Hmm. that he gives Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. He says, Be be fruitful, multiply, work with what you have, like do this work of creation. Um, and like, because like the city's welfare is your welfare, the good things that happen, the good things that you help make happen are the, are good things in your life, Hmm. regardless of wherever you are. So I just, I had this like revelation in this moment of clarity, which doesn't happen very much when I read the Bible, (laughs) because a lot of the times I'm having to fight, you know, my two kids, my two boys waking up way too early and me having to send them to the playroom and no screens at this time or whatever. And so like, you know, I really get like six or seven minutes to like actually focus in on what the Bible is saying. And what I heard was, and, and what I saw was that God's commandments are not directly tied to the place you're in. Hmm. And so like he said the same thing in the Garden of Eden. He said the same thing to the, while they were like the, literally the worst thing that they could think of, which was being exiled from the place that they absolutely loved, the place that they thought God's presence was. Um, and so, you know, I just, I've been thinking a lot about just, this the pandemic or whatever, especially when we weren't meeting um, together physically, just it felt like we were worshiping in exile. It mm. felt like we had been removed from what we knew, where we knew God's presence was. Yeah. And I just think in this moment, wherever you are, the listener, watcher, whoever you are, just know that God's command to you <clears throat> is not to fight through this. Is well, not that's not true. Not, not to fight, but it's not to like respond in anger and in violence or, you know, like, I don't know. It's not to be upset in this moment. It's to take this moment, whatever, whatever this moment is and be fruitful Mm. and multiply and do not dwindle away, you know, grow and thrive in this moment. Like God has given us everything that we need to do that through the, through the word, through the community, through our friends, our family, you know, through our struggle, it's an opportunity for us to, uh, to, to, to prosper um, and to grow. And, uh, you know, that whether it's your family, whether it's in your job, hmm. whether it's in the um, online your, learning. Yeah. The online learning, the, the church community, you know, I know that it looks different than it used to look. And I mean, I don't know when it's ever going to get back to the way that it used to be before March 17th or whatever, March yeah. 14th. But like, that's okay. Like we are in a moment now that God has called us to thrive Mm. and to to prosper uh, in the sense that like we can actually invest what we have in this time for the good of the world around us uh, and continue to bring heaven to earth. And you're you're in a place now, not only here at this church, everybody, we are in a place now where, yes, the toothpaste is out of the tube and you can't put it back in. But God has organized us in such a way that we can be flexible, yeah, and we can create, and right. we can be molded. The, yeah. the beauty of the human brain, the beauty of the human psyche, is that we are so adaptable, yeah, and we 
uh, we learn how to live around all of our things. It's it's very funny. Uh, real quick, I just had a bunch of allergy testing yeah. uh, done, and apparently I'm allergic to everything. Uh, <laughs> every environmental thing ever. They did 40 things on my back. 40. Pricks, it was awesome. You looked 40, like 40, 40 pricks tats. on my back. Yeah, and I had they, they had like sharpie markers. It was awful, and, yeah. and they they inject you with these little prick things. And anyway, I was allergic to all 40 of them, which is super. <laughs> But what the doctor Why said was, sleep well at night? yeah, <laughs> the doctor, the doctor said like, Hey, you're not sleeping because you've got stuff dripping down. But anyway, the, the, one of the most amazing things that the doctor said that didn't really hit me until now was he said, you, you, as a human, you have just gotten used to feeling bad. Yeah. Like your body gets used crazy? to feeling bad mm-hmm. and you operate around it. Yep. It's the same thing with the, the super size me guy who yeah. ate McDonald's for 30 days. At the end of 30 days, his body got used to eating bad food. It's yeah. the same thing in reverse here. You get used to the circumstances you're in. Yeah. It's like so countercultural to read this prophecy from God to Jeremiah yeah. uh, and Jeremiah telling the people because you're right. Like Israel was their place, yeah. man. And and God is telling them, no, no, no. I've created you to be moldable yeah. and flexible. Mm-hmm. And in COVID, like I've created you to be moldable and flexible. Yeah. Does it mean it's not going to, is it going to be painful or painless? No way. Yeah. Like it's super painful. Well, and that's, I, it's funny because we were talking in staff meeting about like how inflexible I am. And hmm. there's, you know, I just, the sit and reach as a kid in elementary school was like my worst fear um, and you know, what's funny is that they, you could opt out of them every year. Cause they did like a couple of things that you could like opt out of, but you wouldn't be in running for the presidential fitness award or whatever. <laughs> and so like my, com- have that yeah, my competitive, which I never got, I could do everything else. I could run the mile in whatever time I could do the pull-ups, the push-ups, the sit-ups, all that kind of stuff. I could not do the sit and reach because I'm so inflexible. Um, but yeah, God has made us flexible, like life. In its, I feel like in its definition is flexible because I, and I was thinking about this after we talked about it, because like, do you want to know what gets hard and stiff? Like dead things, mm. dead things get like nasty. Yeah. Yep. Like that is like, that's the thing that takes over. It just, there's, when there's no life, there's no movement. It's the heart of stone. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, God has created in us a heart of flesh to be tender and soft and like to be um, open and humble and all that kind of stuff. And like, that's where we see the connection of the kingdom of earth or the kingdom of heaven coming to earth uh, through how we reacting to our circumstances and and the things that are around us. Hmm. I love that. Uh, It's funny, actually, the passage that I had brought up and I didn't, I didn't realize it till now, actually, uh, well, it's from Psalm 34, uh, and I'm going to read it real quick, and then you'll understand why. Um, in Psalm 34, verse 1, David writes to God, but really to the people around him, to the, the congregation that has gathered around him, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Yeah. So, uh, quick little backstory. I used to own a gym. Um, my wife and I, we had a gym, but it was kind of a high intensity interval CrossFit type gym. We're allowed to say CrossFit. No, that's fine. Um, CrossFit. CrossFit. Yes. Cross. Oh, Jesus fit. Uh, (laughs) anyway, it was a faith-based gym as well. And so we'd open every class with, uh, a five to seven minute Devo, usually with just a kind of a word of scripture and then some prayer and then we'd work out and then we'd end with prayer. It was super cool. Super cool community. Gym is still existing for now. Uh, even through COVID, which is totally awesome. Good job, Trinity Fitness. But... I would open at pretty much every class with a Devo. And this was one of my old Devos that I just was kind of scanning through and I loved it because again, it matches up so perfectly. So the 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 where I was going with all of the I will bless the Lord continually was we used to play a game. 
um, Mike and I, I don't know if Mel ever played it, but it was at this restaurant when we first moved to Florida. It's called The Cooker. Do you remember The Cooker? Oh, yeah. Um, oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. So Rest the, in peace. Yeah, because The Cooker was like half a mile from our house. Yeah. And when we first moved down into the Florida area from Michigan, I was 12. Mike was eight, seven? Seven or eight, yeah. Ish. And so we went there quite frequently. I say quite frequently, probably once every two weeks, but it seemed like once every week (laughs) um, while we were getting settled and, you know, all this other stuff while dad was kind of traveling still and mom was getting stuff oriented and yada, yada, yada. So we would go and they serve these big yeast rolls. You know, the ones I'm talking about, like the. Gosh, I don't remember any of this. This is wonderful. I remember going, but I remember the cups that we got. I remember the cups. Okay. Yeah. Cooker was great. Yeah. Um, the cooker ended up turning into the ale house, which ended up turning into the first church, actually, that I ever led worship at. This is crazy. Holy stink. I didn't have, there's the lines. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, they serve those big yeast rolls. And what Mike and I would do was we'd get them immediately. We'd take the yeast rolls. We'd scoop out the middle of them and make these like dough balls. Okay. Kind of yeah. like the dough balls you get at Jimmy John's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we'd put them in our mouth and then we'd try to talk. I don't remember this at all. And mom would give us that look. You, yeah. know, you know the look I'm yes, talking I about. Do. The like. You either swallow that thing whole or spit it out, or I'm going to rip your tongue out of your mouth type thing. And But it was the talking. It was always like, and then we try to understand each other. And I thought it was hilarious. But but the idea that we couldn't actually get words out because Mm -hmm. we had that gigantic whatever in our mouth. And part of what Mike was just talking about with Jeremiah 29, part of us being flexible and us being creative and us uh, being moldable a little bit is taking that first step. And that first step for, I think, a lot of us is to stop complaining, get that kind of gigantic mass of whatever is in your mouth. Mm. And in our case, it was a yeast roll. But in other cases, it's complaining. It's um, it's that insidious little backbiting. It's the um, the the even just kind of cursing a little bit you know just little backbiting comments things that just detract others around you it's getting that removing that from your mouth and replacing it with praise Mm -hmm. continual praise instead of i've been i've been reading a book all about misbeliefs and the misbeliefs we tell ourselves yeah and one of the mis one of the most gigantic misbeliefs we tell ourselves is that we wake up in the morning and we the first thing we say is I don't know how I'm going to get through this day or I'm going to have a bad day or today's right. going to rain and that's going to be off. You know, yeah. there's some sort of negative comment mm. towards yourself, yeah. which then guides the rest of your day. Christian yeah. or not, it guides the rest of your day. And for us as Christians, we're taught to wake up with praise on our lips, mm. with song and singing coming out of yeah. us. The end of Ephesians, Paul tells us that we need to speak to each other in hymns and songs and yeah. spiritual things to each other, but that also means to ourselves yeah. too. And so I love that psalm. Like I take that psalm to heart now. I, that's why Mike and I wake up and as much as possible, we try to read scripture right. in the morning. It allows us to be moldable and flexible and a little more creative in what we do. Do we have bad days? Yeah. Never. Do we have bad days? Yeah. I can't think of one. Do we have bad days? <laughs> Are you going to keep doing this until I say yes? Yes. Okay, yes. Okay, cool. That third time's a charm. <laughs> yes, we have bad days. You have bad days. Everybody at this church is going to have a bad day. You might have a bad week, a bad season, a bad year. COVID might have been the worst thing that has happened to you and your family. It and might have been rightfully the, so. And rightfully so. Yeah. Businesses are being destroyed. People are getting sick. Yeah. People are dying. Yeah, losing uh, their lives. And, and outside of just, you know, that huge fact, there's that there's that struggle that we all find ourselves in right now. And I'm telling you, take that mass of whatever is in your mouth and replace it with praise mm-hmm. and things immediately immediately start to shift 
a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah, I just I find I find myself at night especially if I can when things get rough, if I can find something to say thank you for mm. to God. Like it really does shift yeah. your perspective. Yeah. And like I mean, I can think very like specifically about a time when we didn't have anything. So like I got done with the band uh, with Bellarive and it was before I really started working here. I had no job hmm. and um, or it was, you know, we were kind of on tour with Bellarive, but like I was on my way out hmm. and we were living in Kristen's parents' house yep. uh, and we had no real money. Mm-hmm. And but I mean, we had it was me, Kristen and Caleb. And I remember rocking Caleb at night and just thinking like. I have this. Hmm. God, thank you for this. And like, I could, I can even, even right now, I can feel like a genuine, like a shift happened that night, even if it was a, a slight one, but it's like, I at least have this. Yeah. Um. And like, we all have this, whatever mm-hmm. that this is, like, God is not, God is a merciful God. He is abounding in compassion, yep. slow to anger, like, or abounding in love, I guess, yep. you know, is compassionate, slow to anger. Like he's all of those things for sure. Like that's, we all have some sort of experience like that. Absolutely. Yeah. We want to know your experiences throughout COVID. We want to know kind of the things that you're praising. We want to know the ways that you've been having to be creative and moldable and flexible. We want to know all that. We want to share stories. Yeah, how you've we been love, adapting. Yeah, yeah, we love hearing stories from you. So drop them in the comments below. If you're watching this on YouTube, if you are uh, listening to this in audio form, thank you again on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, email us at theweekday at bayhope.com or hit us up on our socials, Andy and Mike Mage. I mean, we're all over the place. You can hit us up through Bay Hope as well. We would love to hear from you. Thanks so much for being here today on this episode of The Weekday. We love you. See ya. Hey, thanks for tuning in to Bay Hope TV. Be sure to like and share these videos with your friends as it really does help this channel out. And be sure to subscribe for more Bay Hope TV content. As always, thanks for watching.